and welcome to episode 135 of the Talking Talky podcast. And I'm joined by Nick. Hello. And also I'm Sam Swanee. Um, so speak. So um Western Supermare, that, that happened last night. We're all aware of that. But we're going to talk, as we just said, about wedding first, because we have to. Can't can't ignore that. Um you weren't there actually, were you you're on holiday at the time? I was aware, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, 5-1 win, obviously. Um, for me, it sounds stupid when you win 5-1, but it kind of papered over through a few cracks. Um, but then, again, uh, we just don't score in the first half. Uh, just sloppy in the first half, first 30 minutes. Wellington did look slightly better. We didn't close down, went one down. But then Wellington's keeper sort of gifted us, and then we built in confidence, and then come back into it. I mean, anything, love you watched highlights, I don't know if, what your thoughts on that sort of game was. Yeah, I saw the highlights. I mean, I think it kind of, it tends to highlight the, the issue that we don't seem to score when we've got the opportunities and when we're on mm. top. Um, yeah. And that really does, you know, lead us into our own, our own downfalls, really. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously Brad Ash could have got himself a, a goal within about 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, how, how different that could be, but, Having gone through the the two previous weeks where we'd lost to Maidstone, having you know, created chances, and yeah, I think I'd probably be I'd be more worried if we weren't creating any chances. Yeah, no, I do agree with you. Yeah, um, but I mean, Brad Ash just can't can't buy a goal at the moment, and it's weird, you know, he, it? yeah, it's... it's 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 bizarre. Like you know, he, he had the chance on Saturday, which wasn't too dissimilar to the chance he had last night in the second half mm, as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's he's almost got himself a goal out of absolutely nothing last night. But mm-hmm. yeah, if if we're not if we're not scoring goals when we're when we're on top, then our defence unfortunately isn't good enough and isn't strong no, enough. You're right. We're always going to concede a few goals a game. This is the problem. Yeah. You know, and, and that was the blueprint when we won the the national league last time. It was yeah. very much a case of well, it doesn't matter if we concede two or three yeah. because we'll go and score five or six. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, although we did score five on Saturday. We're not we're not doing that on a regular basis, basis. and that's what that's yeah. what we're not we're not taking the key chances in games um, at the right time. I think and like Brad Ash is a it's a really interesting point actually because he had a fantastic preseason. Um, he gets in the right places. Yeah, he scored that. I can't remember what was it. Slough. I can't remember what team scored two against. They're two really well taken goals away from home. One yeah. one two one. Um, and again, he gets. I always say in strikers, or in your out form, are they getting the right positions to score? Yeah, he is. He gets in brilliant positions in a team that's not creating anything for him, really. But I think that's my frustration. Actually, we don't create enough for like someone like Jarvis and Ash. Um, but he, you know, again, when he just he's snatching other things. You know, if he looked up, he was seeing Stobbs was there. He could have just kind of play it to Stobbs and that sort of open goal. One also has found the angle. And then obviously we're going to last night in a bit, but he's missed two scissors last night. Um, and the problem is when you've only got two strikers, you're not scoring, you're playing two. You're reliant on them. Um, we're going to be a lot more reliant on Ash now because Jarvis doesn't look good from what I've heard with that injury. So, uh, yeah, no, it's a weird game against Wellin because like you win 5-1, but I didn't walk away going, yes, we're on 5-1. It's really bizarre. It was kind of like, um, you know, like we think, oh, we've done well, but is it, if we won't go to Western and then we kind of perform, we get the result, then it's like, oh, okay, no, good win, two wins in a row on the way back. If we go to Western and we just don't turn up, then it's just, what's the point almost? Um, so, yeah, weird game. 
Um, and their keeper, lone debut, absolute nightmare from him. I can't remember he's on loan from Cambridge, but just he's gifted them, tried to play it out, gifted as a penalty. Fifth goal, he's come out, no pressure, missed the cross, got underneath it, then he's appealed and then got sent off on a second yellow. The descent, it's just, you can't make it up, can you? <laughs> no, no, he, you know, he, he had an absolute nightmare. Um, and when you're when you're second from bottom, yeah, you can't afford to you can't afford to have a, a goalkeeper who who makes those kind of mistakes and you know, you really do need 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 to have somebody at the back there who yeah. is at least just going to be solid on the basic yeah. stuff. And he, yeah. he just wasn't. He had, a, he had a horrendous game. Yeah, and also I think their main keeper was out. So a lot, a lot of it, they must have sat thinking, why don't we just play the youth keeper? Because then we could have given them a chance. Um, but no, okay, so we won 5-1. We'll go and you streamed the game last night, didn't you? So you had, well, you have had a much better view of the whole game than I did in the corner. No, I was everybody. there. Oh, you were there? You went in the end. I was oh, there, okay. I was there last night, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. what did you ever? Where were you? Were you in like behind the goal, or were you? So yes, we we I managed to get in there because we had a very very small covered section of of yes. the terrace, and because of the 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 weather forecast, I, I did get in there quite early to yeah, try and get somewhere smart. smart. That's what um, a pre-planned adult would do. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I I was behind the I was behind the goal. Um, had a relatively decent view. Yeah. Um, the, the the first thing is that actually I was I was more disappointed by the behaviour of some of our supporters yes. behind the goal. I've heard, um, I've heard about that. So there was there was a minute silence before the game, and mm. there are grown adults who are sniggering and making yeah. comments and and it was behaving like you know I'd I'd be disappointed if my children behaved that yeah, way. I agree. Yeah. Um. You know, and and it's just it's really unnecessary. And yeah, and actually it was the name. same. It was the same group of people who from about quarter past seven until 10 o'clock last night were chanting at Gary Johnson, which mm. everybody can have their opinion on it. But not to I'm not going to say anybody's, yeah, not say that anybody's, anybody's right or wrong. Um, I can understand where the frustrations are. I can understand why people mm. feel the way that they do. But to go in there with a preconceived plan to spend two and a half hours just shouting obscenities at him. Yeah. Um, and then towards the end of the game, they were doing the same thing to the Western goalkeepers, yeah. you know, chanting about his his family and stuff. And That's horrific, quite yeah. frankly, it was it was it was unacceptable. It was embarrassing, yeah. and it, you know, I hope I'd never see those people again. Yeah, it because it was football. you know, it, put, it puts you off going to the whole event, doesn't it? Now I'm glad I, I didn't have any of that in my sort of corner where it, it was just I was just laughing how just how bad it is. It's all comical it gets, doesn't it? But that puts yeah. me off football. Um, it, it does completely, and and you know that's that's a complete aside to the game. Yeah, because the game is part of it. Like, it part, it's part of it. It has a big thing on your. You know, it's a match day experience when you go. It, it, watch a oh, it's game. it spoiled. It spoiled the majority of my evening, more yeah. so than the football did. Yeah, if, if you want, if you want to have a go, at, if you want to have a go at Johnson and Downs after the game, the players, whatever. Yeah. You've paid your money. The game's yeah. done. We've lost. No, then, I am then... with you on that. I am with you on that one because even though my feelings are pretty one way now. What's the point when you're you're supporting your team? What's the point in doing it, especially in the first half? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, each Unless of those people will down have, in will ten probably, minutes. Yeah, you know, and like each of those people have probably spent the best part of fifty quid. Yeah, and they haven't got. I can't imagine that that it's it, it's not my you know idea of an enjoyable way to spend no. fifty quid on a Tuesday evening. No, um, but the rest, you know, the rest of it, a lot of the supporters, the support itself was 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 brilliant. Apart from that group. Yeah. Um. You know, it it was it was 
the, the rest of the support was it was quite you know pleasing to see and and the you know the noise that they made even yeah. even in a performance when you know as we can talk about the players the players didn't turn up for the first no. half oh, they you know they, they were on the bus until until half past eight yeah um yeah it was it was one of those that i just I, I wanted to get that out of the way before we talk about the game yeah itself. no no go for it i'm glad you did because i i heard a lot about it but i was at the other end and that I didn't really, you know, I didn't, I was wondering what that was about. So thank you for clearing it up. But yeah, no, it, it's poor. Sets, yeah, sets there, the were, there, were, there were one or two little scuffles between people who were trying to tell them to shut up and, yeah, you know, the, them themselves who were sort of doubling down on their behaviour. But um, in terms of the game, I I have to say, I think Western were, were, were really good. Yeah. As, yeah, as no, much as we didn't turn up. Full credit they to They spent them. the first, yeah, they spent the first 10 minutes knocking the ball about nicely. Couldn't get um, no, we. I mean, we didn't. I don't really think we had much of the ball in the first 10, 15 minutes. Anyway, mm. um, they controlled. They dictated where the, where the football was played. They yeah. controlled the tempo. They controlled. You know, the, the entire game was played on their terms. Yeah. Um, which you know is it probably comes down to a wider tactical issue that we seem to have. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that's concerned me for quite some time. In that. We have a lot of the time where we're so passive when we don't have the ball, and we even sit off, we have it. yeah, and we're we're almost waiting for the opposition to be bad enough to give us the ball back, yeah. rather than trying to go and win crazy. that ball back. It is crazy. Um, you know, we're we're so we're so lackadaisical when we don't have the ball. We're not. You look at the the, the top sides, and and I'm not suggesting that mm. for a minute that we need to model ourselves on people like you know Man City, but yeah, they lose the ball. And there's an average of, I think it's something stupid, like 2.6 seconds yeah. before they try, before they win the ball back or yeah. they close the ball down. We just, we back off. There's so many times when the opposition have 20, 30, 40 just yards where they can, they can, yeah, and they Do can they just want. comfortably come forward. Um, and it seems to be in our fullback areas that, that we have the main issue. Yes. Now, Krask is right footed and he's not a left, you know, he's not a left back. He's not a fullback anyway. No. Uh, Donnellan also, does a, a a very you know it, it's a it's a good job he does at right back but he's not a right back he's a central and defender they just, or central midfielder yeah, he doesn't have the pace they just they they drop off all the time mm. and they allow people to run at them which must be so encouraging as a winger mm. it must be so encouraging as a winger that you you know you've got fullbacks that are just dropping off and giving you that space to get up ahead of steam get a bit of pace be comfortable on the ball mm. you you don't at any point feel under any pressure. Yeah, no, it's mad. I think my biggest problem on that, as well as the closing down, is the three-five-two is an issue where they will just get in behind Donnellan and then Moxie. Now the problem was tried to do a three-five-two or three back, whatever. Crass didn't go over the halfway line. I don't think he ever travelled with the ball into their right channel. So he's basically playing left back, and as you say, he's right footed. Stobbs, who I'm not calling a lazy player, but it's just how it was set up, wasn't getting back. So Donovan was just getting peppered by him. Was it Wilmot? He was getting absolutely yeah. peppered by him. Um, who we were rumoured to be looking at in the summer. Getting absolutely done by him every time. Uh, no protection, set for failure. And then Stobbs was getting forwards and then the crosses weren't working. It it just it is tactically in that. And this is what I don't understand. This is Gary Johnson we're talking about. Like Gary Johnson teams where I've watched all key, they work so hard. I'll never like even last season we were so poor a lot of our season they never gave up I never left Playmore and went 
God, they're not they're not bothering. We show no effort. You know, we show effort. We would close players down. Lots of make stupid mistakes. You know, we work hard. You know, I expect from any manager just to have the team structured, but especially from Gary Johnson, just have the team structured. You know, you're a veteran manager. He's done it for a long time. And there's a big problem there either. There's two things that's going wrong overall. Where either the players aren't listening and take and not good enough to take it on board, which he signed and you can't grow them, or that they're just not good enough. You know what I mean? Like, or there's they're just not bothering for him. Um, it just because how comes they're asleep every game for the past forty minutes? I don't understand it. It makes no sense. We weren't that bad last season. We just would get into the game and make a stupid mistake. It just it's some bizarre psychological problem and the biggest part of management in any industry is to motivate your team really. yeah and he's you know i don't i don't really understand what's going wrong i mean we're sat mm-hmm. here we're sat here complaining and we've we've lost and and we won the league and we didn't get we you know we only picked up a point off western last time yeah so it's you know it's not it's not we're fifth in the league it's not the end of mm-hmm. the world at the moment we can still get past but... and go up but we shouldn't we shouldn't be worrying about that. We're lo- I mean we are losing so much ground. Yeovil have won nine in We've a row lost now. Four in six in all comps, and the two yeah. cup games against Maidstone. No, sorry, one of the cup games against Maidstone. Um, but yeah, but it's indicative of a bigger a bigger problem in that we've got no controlling games. We're yes. not we're not controlling we're not games. We're not improving. No. It's, we've kind of win by accident a lot of the time. Or yeah, we get gifted yeah. a win like Welling did, and then we go, oh, we have played a game now. Yeah, we're feeling a bit better about ourselves now. Yeah, and, and almost for a third season in a row, we sit here looking at where the where the real pace is coming from because yes. Lewis Collins he's flattering to deceive a little bit at the moment. I don't yeah. really know where he plays, what he's doing. No idea. I don't um, think he does either. I wanted to play off Jarvis, but as like a striker support number ten player, I think that's where yeah. he's the best. Stuck on the byline, as soon as he can't cut inside and beat his man, he's done. Yeah, and and we've you know there's there's no legs in midfield. I mean, I I think I would probably have taken Ash out the firing line, yes. played Collins alongside Jarvis last yes, night, I agree. and even whether you whether you play Ash off the bench or you say to him, who's got a hell of an engine on him, yeah, just you know do the do the Kevin Dawson job in midfield, yeah. what you know yeah. the job that we would have expected yeah. him to be doing, yeah. run around, close people down, yeah, you know, play just in front of of you know Hall and um, you know and whatever, yeah. but take him away from that 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 goal scoring responsibility which yeah. isn't happening for him at the moment yeah um but i i, I don't think gary johnson's even it's just thinking that be, way he, he just kind of goes he doesn't he, change things in games as i know he changed half time but after 20 minutes we're going this is not working we go 4-4-2 here it could be yeah. all right we just simplify it but get the triangles going it's just it all seems to like oh yeah they should know better it's a national league south but no it's just that's why it just need fresh ideas it doesn't mean coach johnson's a bad manager now just you know you have eras in football and it is era probably ended 18 months ago at this football club i'm afraid but um and this yep. season he had to start it right and get things right the aim from all the club was we're going to win the league Goebbels was we're going to get together and hopefully be near the top talkies was title 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 and we are absolutely on it overall romp it now they've won what nine in a row in all comps we're just nowhere near i'm afraid and that's the pressing point of it um, no, you, you, at the moment you've got to hope to be the best of the rest. You've got and... to hope to come second and win, get an easy, and get two home ties. That's a yeah. long way off right now. Yeah, I mean, you, 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 yes, below sides like you know, between below, you know, yeah, sorry, below Bath and and Taunton. Now, mm. 
you got Taunton in, in four weeks' time. Four weeks' time, we're going to be sat here having played against another side that are, are up there in and around where Hampton we need to have won to be four games in a row that we're playing on Saturday. Out of nowhere, they've won four games in a row and they're just behind us. You know what I mean? Like, all, all you can hope is that the sides that want to play, you know, or that are, are better, mm. maybe are, are, are better matched in terms of style for us. Because we're not we're not playing nice football. It's very much okay. I mean, if you take last night, you look at our fir- our first goal. Yeah, that's all Jarvis. Yeah, he's he, done it all he, his own he, somehow. He wins his he wins his own flick on. <laughs> you know, the ball's almost fired into him, and he's 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 bullied the centre half, which is about the only time he got any change out of that that yeah. centre back all game. Yeah. He's yeah. won his own flick on, and it's a love you know it's a lovely very tidy finish. Yeah. But he's not getting he's not getting service. He's not getting good deliveries into the box. He's yeah. not getting support in and around him where we're looking dangerous other than him. It's you know, if, if Jarvis didn't score last night, I don't know where that goal would have come from because the, Jarvis yeah, well, saying, we, we weren't sat there like we had loads of chances now. And this is my biggest problem. Like, because everyone goes, oh Johnson Hoofle, and it's right, but it's just bad football. I think long ball football can be very effective and very good. And I actually kind of like watching get it get it down, pass around a bit, get into the channels, get the balls in the box, win the second header, or get it down to the byline, cross it in, like the football we played in the second half of the season we should have gone up. I like that football. Long ball football can be very good if you play it right. It's just hopeless, panic football. It's pass, pass, demoxing all the centre-backs, long ball to their goalkeeper. Jarvis is like, what am I meant to do? Just work, If you go 4-4-2, 4-2-3-1, whatever, work the triangles a bit, left and right, get it to the byline, Stobbs cross it in. Even when we cross it, there's no cohesion of, right, I've got three options here. First option, front post. Second option, penalty spot, back post. It's cross, oh, it's not. It's done a low cross and Jarvis was at the back post. You know what I mean? There's no, when a player has the ball, if I put it in that area, there's an 80% chance that my midfielder will be there who can then play it back to my full back who and we can then transition. Just how teams should be structured on the training ground. And you don't have to be tactically amazing at this level. You just have to motivate your players and set them up right. And we're not doing that. It seems to be everything that everything that we do seems to be hopeful rather than direct. There's a, there's a difference between direct football and long long ball. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can play, you can be direct, and and being direct, as you say, is, is very effective. Yeah. But everything that everything that we play forward is 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 just long and hopeful. Or we might win a Jarvis, second ball, and then we don't go for the second ball anyway. Yeah, and if Jarvis doesn't win, win the win the header, if he doesn't win a flick somewhere, mm. that ball's just bouncing straight back towards us. And that's pressure. Yeah, and that, and that just invites it back onto you. I mean, they had they had Ruben Reed up front last night, and how often did he bully Tomlinson? Oh, he, he bullied. You know, he I've, just... I've been I've praised Tomlinson this season, but he got bullied. And Ruben Reed has scored one goal in forty for last night. I had. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I thought I thought Ruben Reed was was magnificent what, last night. Oh, exactly. What he did lead in that line, Jarvis, yeah. yeah. What what he did lead in that line, you know, he when when he wanted to run at someone, and and that's where their first goal came from. He he looked at Moxie and knew that you know neither one of them have really got the legs. But and you know, then Alstead was down, against the was down, Yeah, Alstead was down on the ground for you and on the shot basically. So it was. He reminded me of Brandy Howell last night, Ruben Reed. It he did absolutely. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that, yeah, very shrewd observation. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we went in one nil down, and that, uh, fair fair play. There was you know there was there was some booze knocking about, and and obviously it was as we've already spoken about. But the, the players didn't turn up. 
Leicester just yeah. didn't didn't show up whatsoever. I mean, we were about 15, 20 minutes later than Weston coming out to warm up. Really? Um, Don't map some out. Gary Johnson came out, I think, towards the end of the warm up, and you know they had the little huddle before they went back in again. It it very much looked as if a kind of we don't really fancy this, yeah. and you don't need to you don't need to give a you know a side towards the bottom of the league for whom it is one of their bigger games of the season. Yeah. Without you know, the, their fans will remember this night for the rest of their lives and good on them. Deserve yeah, it. and, and, and you yeah. know they their players fancied it, and their players came out. They you know they warmed up, and also just before the start of the second half, I thought it was quite noticeable that. We were huddled underneath a little bit of roof just before yeah. the yeah, before the the pitch, hmm. and it it just you just sat down there thinking they they just didn't fancy it. Football is so much about these little things, like when these old school managers, without saying like really old school, just little things like getting their faces or be loud. And, you know, think about Wimbledon in the in the like tunnels and that. Be loud, be like, oh, you know, this you know, the the psychology of this league is the first twenty minutes. All right, it's a bit of a cup atmosphere at times. Okay, what does the big team do in that situation? They hit them twice as hard, and all their fan excitement goes. We score an early goal. They shut up. They go, "Oh, we're playing Torquay. Not that, any, not like we're a huge club. But, you know, oh, we're playing one of the bigger teams now. Yeah, now they, we might not win this. Don't sit there and be really scared of them. Absolutely shambolic. And look, I, I'm, I say, oh, it's down to Johnson. So it's felt he can't for his players. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but some of those players. My God, disgraceful. How you can go as well and get your wage after that. You just feel like I'm giving it all for this football club right now. It's pathetic, really. Um, just If you look at the third goal again, look at the lack of pressing from anyone. They all look so lost. They don't press as a unit. It's not bothering. And that was two on down in, what, the 89th minute? And Al said, from my angle, I thought Al said that to do so much better. On the, on the replay it doesn't look as bad but on my angle I was like oh he saved it and then it's oh my god it's gone in it reminded me of like when Aldershot beat us in 2008 and we had that Anderson on loan um that sort of goal when it's quite a decent strike but a keeper's probably got to deal with it and it didn't and he's looked a bit wobbly in the last few games I thought Al said that's yeah, I think if if I'm being totally honest, I, I and I'm disappointed really that the way that that third goal went in. If if mm. a side's going to score a third and you're chasing the game in the 89th yeah. minute, if you looked at that, if if you just looked at the you know the old school, if you looked at tally text and went, yeah, you know, Western scored their third yeah. in the 89th minute, yeah. you would took counter attack, yeah. But all your mind, you would think mm. Torquay were pushing on, mm. trying to get that equalising goal, and they got caught on the break. Yeah, nothing could have been further from the truth. Western had got the ball. They were they were up in their left channel. It, it was a, a good switch because there was no cover on our, our left-hand side whatsoever. Mm. And their right-back had, you know, had the freedom of the entire pitch to take a, a lovely touch. Uh, you yeah. know, I do think that Housestead should have done better. Yeah. Um, I would I would agree completely that, you know, you, you looked at it from from our angle and it almost looks like it's it's gone through his hands. It was it was yeah. a lovely strike. It was a, you yeah. know, it was a, he's, a good He's done goal. what he needs to do. He's hit it hard and hit it firm and on target but it's looked like from my angle he's kind of gone and it's gone like sparks through his hands into the top corner yeah yeah you you, you want Weak you want goalkeeping sort of, it's it's what it's what i think people have called in the past you know having having chocolate wrists yeah no i was because that's what argus called anderson in his autobiography and that night that's exactly what i was thinking yeah yeah um, and to me he should have he should have done far better but Again, it, it highlights our issues in the the kind of the fullback spots. In the mm. the ball went from one one of our one of our fullback spots to the other. 
yeah. and there was no pressure on the ball. You know, the same, I think the, the same token, when there was a, a shot that they had in the second half where the ball sort of fallen to the penalty spot after a cross or a corner. And the, the guy that was following up should have scored. Yeah. And he's blazed yeah, no, over the crossbar. Yeah. And that's, no, no, you know, that's another let off. And I think when um, there's just such a lack of effort, that is when it's time to think, right, yeah, no, I think we need to change things here. It's not going well. And like the problem is, as I said it in more assertive tone and the talkie talk, when you're any sort of business where it's kind of this coziness where obviously there's friendships and there's things built up where then it overlooks the performance side, you can tell that obviously Johnson's very popular with whoever runs the club. Um, I also could tell by the dispute at the end, by the tunnel last night when the motions, they're going to be running high. I don't blame anyone in that situation, really, both sides. Um, but it's this, it, oh, oh, we've got Gary Johnson. Who else is a better manager that would do better than this right now? Yeah, well, it's not just about ability at times. It's about areas and situations and locations and where you are. And like, well, Gary Johnson, I'm sorry. Has, and I really, really like Gary Johnson. And I always, I still respect him as a, you know, black like that. But it's just, he's got a guy. Like, if it surely is a point goes right, I'm taking this wage and I can't motivate my own players right now. What, what's the point? You know, I, the problems are bigger than Gary Johnson in football club by a mile. But I, th- I worry this kind of sleepwalking attitude is what got us into the National League South. And now the sleepwalking attitude again is what's get us failing to get promoted out of the National League South for its playoffs or title. Yeah, I think it's... <laughs> Gary Johnson is a problem. Whether, yeah. whether you can consider him to be the problem is is mm. based on your point of yeah. view. Yeah, um, good point. The... the, the, the the lack of depth within the squad is a problem. Gary Johnson yes. is a problem. Clark Osborne is a problem. Yeah, you know the the lack Player of performance is a, a problem. Yeah, there are there are several factors that are going into why we're not doing any better at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the the backing that he had over the summer. It's he's not good been tables. no, he's got, but he's gone. He's gone and signed the players that he wanted to sign. Hunter. Yeah. Um. Spent it all. But again, has he got the best out of his budget? No. Nope. That would be that would be very much questionable. Not at all, um, in my opinion. I want to say also, I know you're in the flow. Nicholson, let's go back a few years ago. Nicholson kept two teams like it was dire. Oh, it's dire, wasn't it? But you can't tell me the budget that Johnson had last season, let alone even this season, I reckon is like smaller or the same as what Nicholson would have had. Like Nicholson had to drive the minibus and play with about 14 players. Half of them were from local league. Um, that's my, where I come from. But Nicholson at times would actually be quite smart with his budget where I feel like Johnson's just kind of gone in and gone, well, I've got a budget and he spent it all on the... Dom, on, Dom and a few other people have said, it's like going in with like your weekly shop and you spend like 60 quid of your £100 budget all on the first aisle and then you get to the rest of your shopping and you're going, Oh God, I'm thought about this. It feels a bit like that, you know. He spent a lot of money on, I guess, Moxie. He's worth it. Ace all can't get for a season. Dawson, we knew he was injured, and he probably would be lucky to see him this year. He spent a lot of money on it. Dawson's an amazing player. He would be our best midfielder, I think, if he played now. But he's not. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, and he hasn't spent it wisely. We've got two strikers, and it's all unbalanced. Last season, it's the same things again. He can't build a balanced squad. What you should do, you get your budget and you go, right, we have that, that, that in this position, first team wages here, I'll hopefully try and get a few loans. If that doesn't work out, okay, it hasn't worked out, we're trying to free up a bit of budget there. Football, don't matter how good you are at recruitment, some of your signings will not work. 
And especially when it's a location factor of Torquay, you get a bit more gambles because players are coming a long time, a long way away from home. But ex Plymouth manager, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, it it doesn't feel balanced, does it? No, there's no balance there at all. Um, I, I I like the analogy of the shopping. It is very yeah. much like going down the aisle and you know you you buy a load of steak. Yeah. And then you kind of go, oh, I've got no money left for you the know veg and the boring to, stuff. You know. I, I can't go and buy. I can't buy, go and buy milk and bread. I can't I'm, buy a know, fourth choice right back in a state file. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I know some of those problems are are laid. We, you know, were laid last season where we've we've mm. still got the likes of Hanson and we've still got Crow yes, sat there. And there's still um, a lack of pace for the third season running. So. The third very, season running. Yeah, absolutely. But you used to have a couple of players in your Sunday league team who you just you kind of, you, you had to play because you didn't have any other option. And it's but, very much, no, no, it's, it's that, a very simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, you know, you, but you'd rather, you'd rather have a couple of decent players. And you'd rather have one of them running the line. Yeah. But the problem is we've, you know, and I think everybody would have looked at last season and kind of gone what we need, you know, we, we'd kept Jarvis, the, the, you look at the players rather than the ones that we re-signed, the ones that were, were either under contract or were were already playing for us. So the likes of Asa Hawley renewed his contract and Moxie I'm not talking about. But yeah, we if I'd have looked at all of that, I'd have gone, well, we've got Jarvis, we've got Hall, we've got Moxie. Those kind of players were already there. We need a big bastard centre-half. Yeah. Experience you don't necessarily need somebody who can play great football. No. In the same way that, you know, when we got promoted last time, we had... Niarte playing at the back. He got you found out in the National some. League, but he, he did. But he but we're not was playing in the National League. So. And Cole Cameron was nowhere near the defender he is now. In the until we found his contact lenses, he was nowhere near the defender that he is now, and he's gone on to be. But that's the point, you know. Niarte could have easily carried on growing. He didn't. Fair enough. But I thought the plan was going to be let's get a few players. They're going to be gambles. Uh, you know, bring them, mold them into it a little bit. Hopefully it'll be okay, bit cheaper, bit whatever. Keen. Can't tell me they aren't players that's you know gonna give it their all and all that. You know, just decent no, players I, at this level. Full time, at, full time. If you get your act together, you're probably gonna win a promotion. And then we just get such on an inspiring the same people. Uh, Johnson's recruitment has been old faithfuls that kind of don't see us as dinosaurs, basically. And yeah, they've done it before, so they're gonna keep respect to me. And that's when it gets very worrying. Because if you just employ loads of people who are scared to speak up or you see your ways who won't speak up against your ways, who won't see that there might be a better way of doing it, that's when in any business you have problems. Absolutely. You know, I, I would have had no problem if Tomlinson had been our third choice centre-half. Yeah. But we, we're going into games where Tomlinson and Krask, who, you know, aren't strong enough, Mm. We we don't have anybody else. Mm. Dawson, on the face of it, w- was a great signing. He was he was exactly what we were what we yeah. were looking for. He was the legs, but you know, obviously, I I wasn't aware in, until recently that the club knew he was injured. Done this before, before they signed Andrews him. and stuff like that. You 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 know, in in that instance, I know you want to tie him down to a contract and and what have you, and you know. But if if that's where your budget's gone and you've gone, well, what would do is we'll still pay for anyone else, is he? If he's not going to lose for the next six months, what they should have been doing is saying, look, there's a contract on the table. Get yourself sorted, and then come to us in November, and we'll we'll crack up. You know, we 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 want you. We will have you come and play for us, but come and play for us when you're fit. I sat at the Tom Lapsley sponsors day, 
And it, we were all like, where's Dawson? And I think Lapsy or someone said, oh, well, sitting down in those seats aren't good for his knee or something. He just needs to stay at home and rest. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah what? <laughs> and we were kind of told that he got that injury in a preseason game, we, we presumed. But looking back, like the club knew that it was a state. And that was a state when he got the contract. It's like, oh. Come on. Yeah, well, and, and there's another one with, with Lapsley as well, is that he is someone I've never known a player that can play 90 minutes at one, mm. you know, in one game and then miss two or three games. And this that, that is a longest a... streak of games he's ever had. He's played most of the season, but like, you know what's going to happen now. Yeah. But, you know, he he's he's one of those that, that just disappears from the lineup. Out of mm. absolute... Like when, when the team came out last night and you kind of looked at it and you went, there's someone missing. Yeah. And it took it took a while while we were sat there, you know, we're looking at our phones and we're going, there's somebody missing. Yeah. And then it was, oh, right, yeah, Lapsley. But there's never any, there's never any communication on no. it. You never go, they never go, oh, you know, he's he, he's had, yeah, yeah. he's been struggling for a little while. He's, you know, he, need, he needs a rest. He can't, you know, he's he can't play the Saturday. No. Just come out and say that and that's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. But it, they, and then what did they all go for half time? Yeah, but there's no the first place, you know. There's no, there's no, there's never any transparency in no. in that respect, and and even you know, I, I don't know what your opinion on on Johnson not doing the um, post match last night. I kind um, of half expected him to not do it. Yeah, no, it's, um, um, yeah, no, it kind of sums it up. To be honest, I one thing I will say is it's like positive. It means nothing, and whatever but like Downs actually thanking the fans I don't think I've ever heard Johnson really kind of say that it's not good enough it's our fault we're trying no, to better. I mean, thank you for traveling Downsy to be to be fair to him and he, he does do it when when we when we lose games and he came he over last night to uh, and was met was met yeah. with a lot of people who yeah were asking to, to go away yeah. um <laughs> But he, you know, he did. He comes over. He he holds his hands up, and you can see he's he's embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's embarrassing for him. You know, I, we, I had this conversation on talking. I said, look, because the the conversation is my point. I wanted to bring up was that in this Aaron Downs Johnson relationship, like, is it just that he is? We won't know this. It's just also speaking. He is just a yes man to Johnson and kind of assistant manager. Where he kind of just not just puts the cones out. Such patronising way of saying it. But like he just sorts and sorts a bit of shape out. Obviously, evidently not great at the moment. If that is the case, and then Johnson tells him what to do all the time. Or is it that Johnson trusts him to run the, the like a modern day assistant where like you look at the army of coaches like Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp, Arteta have where they run certain sections of training and Arteta's kind of watching all of it, watching the thing and follow what the coaches are getting in. You know what is the kind of relationship there? Is it a case where Downs is going? No, I disagree with you there. So Gary Johnson B can't say it or it, it, that's happening. Is it a case where if all of a sudden Downs, and I don't really want it to be honest, because Downs is a coaching team that's failing the club. He's part of the problem in my eyes. But if if like Downs was left on his own now, would it all of a sudden change and then the football would change and then he would have his own ideas and the whole communication of the club would change and that? Because it was just something in his eyes and the body language of him last night. And as you say, he will come over in embarrassment almost. And at the time, I was like, I'll oh, get out. I've watched a load of your rubbish today for two hours. But when I look back at the interview, I was like, no, there's something there. And you forget what a great leader he was as a player as well for the football club. There's something just a bit different, I felt. Um, and is that a it, dynamic yeah. where 
Johnson and Downs, you know, what is that dynamic is what I'm saying. Like, how does it go? Does Johnson control everything or is it they're both as bad to each other right now? I don't really, I, I don't really know. And I, I, like I said, I don't know as you'll ever know. No. Um, but obviously, you know, Johnson doesn't do everything day to day because he's not there all the time. Yeah. Um, and is that part of the problem as well? Like, and then Johnson's turned up and the players are like, well, where, where have you been this week? And kind of, is that attitude? Well, why don't you come here and fix it then? And, you know, that dynamic can work really well when you're winning, but when things start losing, you've got to look at it and go, yeah, no, something needs to change a bit here within ourselves. Well, how, do, how, sure do you, how do you impress your manager in training if, if your manager's not there? You exactly. know, if you've got the likes, if you've got the likes of, you look at, say, you know, it's slightly different because a lot of those players were on loan last season, but Stobbs comes down yeah. and Collins signs permanently. And all these players that have come in, how do you impress your manager? Mm. Well, you, yeah. you train all week, you train. And, and as a full-time professional, you're there with, you know, whether it's single sessions, double sessions, yeah. you know, you put your, you put your everything in, in training. Yeah. But then like, Aaron Downs may be there most days and then he's feeding back to, to Johnson but Johnson doesn't necessarily take any of it on board mm. and nothing then changes from week yeah, to week. no, that's a really good you've point. Got to, you've got to, as a player, become stale and, and disillusioned a little and bit. And everyone looks stale and disillusioned on that football pitch last night, which is why everything's got to change. Like, it's not going to change. The club won't sack Gary Johnson. I'll be shocked if they do. I'll be surprised if he ever leaves on his own accord. We don't know the situation, but everyone has a purpose in life. His purpose is a football manager who's not for 40 years. He's probably just, he knows it's probably going to be his last job. He's just trying to stay there. I'll oh, please, part of him will be like, I oh, please just let me turn this around. Part of him, I'm not, I'm not going to make claims on someone's behalf, would be like, right, it's good money. Look, we all get paid to do jobs. I'm not going to have a go at anyone for that. It's probably the, the rumors are it's a very good wage still. You know, it depends what parts, all that's probably in the bowl. You know, I would still like to think it's, no, I'm a football manager. I, I believe I can turn this around rather than the other of just like, oh, well, I'm here now. You know, so. Yeah, I think the, the uh, owner pays him handsomely for the job that he yeah. does. And the job that he does is to both manage the football club, but also he takes yeah. all the shit on a day-to-day -day yeah. and a week-to-week -week basis. Yeah. Um, this is you know, he's now. No, he's jaded. he's Osborne and Edwards guy. He's yeah. he's he's almost untouchable in that respect. He doesn't yeah. come out and you know, fair play to him, his loyalty, you know, if he's got an issue, he's never said anything in all the time yeah. he's been managing us. He's yeah, never come out and criticized the ownership once. No, and that is when and, I'm like, hmm, that worries me. And that's probably because A, he's on a, a very good wage. Yeah. Um you know, and B, that's almost why you're quite right. I don't think he is going to get sacked and I don't think he's going to walk away yeah. um, until he feels that it's... It, it'll be, I think it'll yeah. be his decision. It'll be, it'll his, be decision. his decision. He owns he the football club, it feels like now. It feels like, because a lot of people in his position come directors of football. He's basically doing all those roles at once now. And it doesn't matter how good you are, you need other people. Else. You burn out, you, you need fresh ideas. You need someone really... I know he's got a brother. And he's got downs and that, but he needs someone who's really there, you know, giving other football ideas, you know. And it's I mean, not it, it almost it almost was quite quite apt last night that we had the two injuries right at the very end of the game. Yeah, it was um, just that that this is just the moment now, in it where this is the low of the low. Yeah, because Jarvis this... Jarvis had to be helped off by physio <laughs> plus a, a steward. Yeah. You know, it was it was a steward that was helping him around, not a club doctor, not you no. know, not a, another bloke there. It was it was physio plus a, a security guy from Western 
Yeah. And then Moxie went down. Go and I can't, I, I can't even remember whether or not it was our physio that helped him off. I wasn't, at that point, I wasn't really paying. I didn't even know it was Moxie that was down yeah. to begin with. Oh, because so I was kind of... I, I it, thought it I was, was really 19... concerned about Jarvis's injury, actually, because I was full advertising balls and I thought, oh, God. But it was his well, he was, head. Yeah, yeah, and he was right down in front of us. And... Mm. We so we couldn't see him because he literally the he he hit the board right in front of us, and your your immediate thoughts go to what happened to Alex Fletcher at Bath. Yeah, no, that I I went cold as soon as because I and see what I happened. I was I was mm. I was you know, and then there were uh, and I don't really want to go back into the the that yeah. group of supporters again, but they were going rolling back onto the pitch. Yeah, and I'm like, how about we wait? We make sure he's all right. Yeah, whether we whether we can delay the game by two minutes, whether we scrape a last minute equaliser, I don't really give a shit. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, it's make mm. sure that that bloke as a human being is okay. He apparently, I'd never like to be past, he says, oh, this one said this in the group chat. Apparently a fan saw him, I read it in one of the talking chats I'm in, and apparently the impact he was from the player, I didn't see the collision, not the board that hurt him. That's just what I read in the right. chat somewhere. I, I don't apparently he said he was on crutches today outside Playmore and he bumped into a fan and that was the, what they said. I, I don't know, I'm just reading messages, but um, yeah, because the way I saw it, I couldn't actually see the goal, so <laughs> I was just in the corner, so I didn't see the first goal going and I didn't see Jarvis's goal. I just saw he's got the ball, he shot, and then oh, everyone's celebrating. That was my view of it, so I didn't actually see the collision either. So, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I kind of it was it was sort of right in front of us. And whilst I didn't have a, an ideal view, you know, you kind of saw the goal and I saw Jarvis go down. Yeah. And then you kind of heard the, the impact on the boards and he yeah. stayed down and didn't get back up yeah. again. And, and that's when I kind of went because I couldn't see him. And I was like, mm. shit, what's happened here? Yeah. I just you just it was weird. The go... game carried on. Do you not find it weird? The game carried on when it could have been a really bad injury. I think the referee must have seen that it there wasn't was a head injury. Yeah. And the, the hope was, I mean, the, the issue you've got is he's right by the side of the goal. So if we had attacked yeah. and, and, you know, we'd, we'd had a shot, anything could have happened there because he could have been in, in the way of, of having any kind of impact on him there. Yeah. Um, but my, my first thought there was, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Secondly, I hope it any any injury is not too serious. Mm. Thirdly, you kind of go, oh yeah, there's a football match going on. That yeah. that, that, yeah, was, no, that was almost a side issue at and that moment. We could have played for 50 minutes, we wouldn't have scored an, an equaliser. Felt like I, it would have been daylight robbery if we had. Yeah. I think yeah. the the only the only positive that that I can take from last night mm-hmm. would be that for about 20 minutes after we got the equaliser. Mm. We looked as if I thought we were going we to were win the it. side that would go on and win it. I, I said we were... at half time, we're that bad, but we're going to win 2 1 because this is what happens in this league at the moment. And everyone that was one. That was the point. And that I was, was like, the point at which we had Donald. Donald was winning the ball back. Yeah, and... Donald was really good at just, you know, he just that... stood out because everyone else was so bad, but he just stood out because he was winning the ball and driving it forward in the second half of the field. Which makes me, which is really bizarre because he's so. He's so passive as a right back yeah. when when there are challenges. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't fly in like a central midfielder. You would expect yeah. a central midfielder a little bit like Mansell did when he was at right back. Yeah, you just fly into a challenge yeah. because that's yeah, your yeah. natural game. Yeah, he was doing that. He's such a bizarre player. I don't really get. Just when I think, oh, he's really bad. He's like, oh, he's really good. And I was like, thinking, oh, he's quite a good player. And then he just, oh god, he's not very good. It's, I, I, I feel think, like that. Whole I think time the thing with Donnellan is very much like you say. He stands out because everybody else was so bad. Yeah. It's not that it's not that Donnellan's a great player, and if we're if we're pinning our hopes on him, then we're not going up. 
Yeah. Um, however, he's one player who did give it, does give it his all, whatever yeah. those limitations are. No, I'll he's totally giving it his all, and and his his ten out of ten is somebody else's seven out of ten. But yeah, no. those yeah, players yeah. aren't hitting their sevens. Yeah, I wish they would. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think we've done very well there. I think uh, I think we've perhaps any 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 other things you want to add at all. Uh, I don't think so. I no, think, I think it's, it's one that. of those that you know. Hopefully, I mean, I I won't be able to get to the game on on Saturday. Um, but you know, like you say, they've they've won four in a row. So you've ju- you've just kind of with us, you've got to hope that it's it's Jekyll and not Hyde that turn up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and and that Hamptons so down the first half an hour as well, lads, positively. Yeah, and and I found out last night as well, thanks to to Tom Bellows, that um. There have been no goals scored or conceded between the twentieth and thirtieth minute of our games so far. Um, so that was that was a bit of fun that's, that's for, that, for that ten minutes of the game. Do, where we anyone were... doing the Thatcher side, I think. There's your research. Don't, yeah, don't don't pick that ten minutes. But it would be it would be quite nice if um if we could we could break that hopefully in our favour. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but no. Cheers, cheers, Nick, for joining me. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you next week. Cheers.